Hello, everyone, and welcome to Riding in Cars with Cats. I'm your host, Mike Tanner. And today, uh, I had the pleasure of recording a podcast with one of the Volta Academy instructors, as well as one of the Volta Academy students uh, from their recent program that they ran. Basically, the idea behind Volta Academy is that they take people who have ideas and they try and provide them an outlet to uh, figure out if those ideas are actually something they can turn into a business. So it's a real strong program of uh, basically turning an idea into a business or at least giving you the tools with which to do that moving forward. There were some really great things that came out of it. And so I wanted to sort of expand on some of those things on my own. Uh, the individuals that I interviewed, uh, Brian Jeffcock and Ashley LaCroix, were both amazing. They were great guests, uh, super passionate, super knowledgeable, sort of exactly what you would want uh, from podcast guests. And they really made me think about some things in a, in a slightly different way. So Ashley, he was very much like myself, someone who constantly just, you know, I have an idea, I have an idea, I have an idea, and is not sure how to get those things to stick all the time. And I really liked in relation to that something that Brian said, which is, and I've done this, I've absolutely been guilty of this before. When we look at, you know, a new idea, we front load all of the fun stuff at the very beginning. So, you know, we make a cool logo and we launch a landing page and we set up our social accounts and we do all the things that are the fun and also easy parts of what we're doing. And then, and only then, as we move a little bit further down the road, we start to think about, you know, well, how am I actually building out this product? How am I building out this idea? How am I monetizing? How am I going to grow? How am I going to scale? All these sorts of things. And number one, those parts are no fun. So you are, uh, you know, you're sort of front loading all the stuff you'd want to do. And now you're stuck doing all the things you you don't really want to do. And the second part is that those things are really hard. And those are the things that determine whether or not your brand is going to succeed. It does not matter if you have a pretty logo. Um, It matters if you have a good solid brand image when it comes time to be running your business, but it does not matter that you have a pretty logo when you don't have a business. And I think that we we do a lot of things ass backwards and, you know, setting up a business idea is one of those things where we spend all of this time on a business name, you know, we spend all this time trying to figure out what we would call a business, you know, well, we got to, we got to figure that out. Well, you don't, that will come in time. You need to figure out how that business is going to work so that it's going to give you the time that you have to actually make it happen. And I just really enjoyed what Brian and Ashley both brought to this conversation in terms of, you know, ideas are awesome. 
they are amazing things to have. Um, but they, with, you know, without the execution, ideas are essentially meaningless. There is no value. There is no discernible value in having an idea. Ideas don't pay for anything. Execution determines whether or not you are going to be successful with that idea. And so I've absolutely been guilty in the beginning of like, oh, you know, I, I set up a little landing page and I, I came up with the idea and you know, I made a little logo and I, I did all these things. And those are the fun front end things. And then I looked at how in the hell am I going to monetize this or what does this mean or how do I do this? And when I got to those parts, it became much, much more difficult to actually move forward. Um, and I, I was left sort of uh, trying to figure out um, what to do. And so I think from, from Brian's point, there, there's another part that Brian talked about that I want to dig into a little deeper, which is that we tend to think about our wants versus the customer's needs and actual actions. So I'm going to tell you a story about an app that I developed. And I think I've actually mentioned this before um, on the podcast. It's an app that I was working on that would basically use uh, wearables, specifically Google Glass, to allow you to run and compare your run against other people. So it could mean that you could run a marathon distance and sort of see and hear visual and audio cues as to how you're doing in comparison to other people. I specifically dug into the idea of you could run against your friends. As you sort of work through and I started doing some, some interviews and things like that, I realized that honestly, people didn't care about running against their friends. People cared about running against both themselves and also against a field of, of professionals such as you would find at, uh, you know, at, at the Boston Marathon or the New York Marathon or, or whatever. And so what I wanted was this really visual representation of things and what people needed and would be willing to get was something actually much more pared down and much more basic. Uh, but I didn't have the confidence or the knowledge to be able to, to build that thing. And I, I took, when this first happened, was sort of at the very beginning of my stages as an entrepreneur, I took the feedback of we don't want that thing to mean we don't want anything to do with this, rather than taking it for what it should have been, which is we don't want this very narrow, very specific interpretation of this thing, we absolutely want this aspect of things. But, you know, I sort of had the idea of like, no, no, it's, it's all or nothing. It's this big program or it's bust. And I think that's where a lot of us are at, where when we get refused, when someone sort of says like, no, I don't want that, we sort of think like, oh, well, we failed. And we don't put in the hard, necessary work of unpacking that failure and understanding why it happened. Um, if we did, and if we do, we would find that there are aspects of these things that, that really meet the needs of consumers. 
there are things that you can build that are fragments of your whole vision, but they might be exactly what those people want and need. So don't throw an idea away just because part of it doesn't work. Really work through that aspect of it. And so figuring out what people want, what the problem is, is so key. And that's the other part is, are you addressing a problem or are you inventing a product? And I think those are two very different things. And I think that as you start to understand the difference between those two things, you'll be more successful. When you start to understand that your startup or your business or your service or your product should be serving and solving a problem, you'll be more successful than you coming into it saying, I made this thing and I want people to buy it. Those are two very, very different viewpoints. And one of them is going to lead to a great success. And one of them is, is just not. And so I think that we often ask ourselves some of the wrong questions. We ask our clients and potential clients, some of the wrong questions. And we often fail to dig into the pieces that we really should be digging into. And if we try to track the right things, uh, Brian, once again, talks a little bit about vanity measurements. So if we're tracking just like, am I popular? Am I this? Am I that? That's one thing. But if you can track the right things in terms of being able to use the data that you gain to, you know, to make a decision, you'll be much better off. Data-driven decisions should be your everything. And for way too many people, they are nothing. They're not, they're not part of the equation for so many people. So many people just plug away and say, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And, and, you know, the world be damned. And, um, that's a, it's a real bad way of looking at things. You know, use the data that's at your disposal to make something fantastic happen. Don't sort of succumb to just giving up when an aspect of something isn't, uh, isn't super successful. That is not the way to make things happen. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you're able to use the things that I've talked about in an actionable sense. And I hope that you're able to, uh, to basically turn some of this into um, a plan for your business. And uh, as usual, I hope I can be of help. One of the last things that we talked about is the idea that there are people out there who are absolutely offering to help you. And uh, more often, people need to, uh, to take advantage of that. And, um, and, you know, when I say email me if you have a question, well, if you have a question, please email me. Uh, I'm always happy to, uh, to help, and I hope that, uh, that I am helping in what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. Mike at OneRedCat.com. Check us out at, at OneRedCatMedia across most platforms. Super happy to, uh, to be here with you today.